Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Trash Talking Tuesday. All right, Jimmy. Yes, sir. What's up, Chris? It, uh, it's a sad day. It's backtracking day, right? It, it's a sad day. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I never like it when I have to kind of eat crow. <laughs> so you all have listened, I'm sure, to Hopefully. our... Uh, you know, discussion a few trash talking Tuesdays ago about fast food restaurants. Yep. And my big, uh, what's the word I want to use? My big, uh, my big no, my hard no was Roy Rogers. Well, Jimmy got me to go. So, Jimmy, this was interesting. I really enjoyed it because uh, Chris was was legitimately nervous. He told me he was apprehensive to even go. He, I had to definitely coax him. To, to give it a try, but he, you know, he, at, after a few minutes, he was receptive and was like, okay, you know, I'll give it an honest chance. So I'll definitely give Chris credit. He gave it uh, his best effort. I thought he might've been kind of a little bit too stuck in his mentality. <laughs> you know, he had that, that mop water, uh, yeah, that dirty mop water, baby, just ingrained in his brain. So, but no, he gave it a good chance. So, uh, we went and I walked in no dirty mop water smell. That was impressive. I was happy about that. And uh, we ordered, I think I had a double bacon cheeseburger. Uh, and I have to say, it was pretty good. I <laughs> Damn right, it was good. And it was pretty good. If Chris is saying it was pretty good, that means it was really good. And, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm like a burger guy. Like, I like yeah. burgers. So, you know, to, to uh, you know, I... and. I mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I would I would eat their their cheeseburger again over McDonald's burger. Oh yeah, oh yeah, easily. I told you that's probably Burger King. I don't know because I like I really like Whoppers. Um, Maybe we'll do a comparison. And absolutely not better than a Hardy's Monster Thick Burger. Okay, but uh, but I think it's just and that may just be like sheer volume. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I honestly can't put it up directly against something without doing a better comparison. But I just yeah. know that I really like it, and I, you know, I like the options that they have. I like the bun that they have. They've given me an. And, and when we went, I was actually a little disappointed when I opened mine. It was really <laughs> smashed and really thin, and I was not. I was like, this is probably one of the worst ones I've had. I was real nervous that you were going to have the same experience. But no, actually, no. yours was a yeah, lot pretty good. better than mine. So I think they but, knew I was there. I think they knew yeah, why I was there. They put so on they, a good show. They put on the good show for me. No, mine actually tasted good. It just, for, at first presentation, it wasn't that good. And the, uh, you know, the uh, Fixin's bar that they had there was pretty good. I mean, they got a ton. What I like is they have a ton of sauces. Yep. So that's cool. You don't get that at any other, uh, any other fast food place that I'm aware of. That's why, like, you can tweak it to how you like it, you know, because certain places you kind of have to go with what what they're giving you, and if you don't find something, you know, it just really does it for you. But in this case, you can customize it the yeah. way you like and make it a good one. Yeah, and it was really good. And you know, okay, here's Chris. I'm eating crow, as Megan would say. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm Chris. eating crow, but uh, no, I liked it. Um, I would definitely go back. So, what did you, you think of the fries? Uh, the fries were good. I uh, what I d did like one of the sauces that they have is a horseradish sauce. Oh yeah. So I was dipping my fries in horseradish sauce, and anything in horseradish sauce that was good is uh, is pretty good to me. So, but uh, no, their fries are fine. They're, they the their fries taste more like uh, Burger King fries than they do McDonald's fries. In my yeah opinion. yeah, 
yeah, they're they're the thicker cut, a little bit softer, I think, but they're they're really good. So uh, they're, they're final, pretty good. Final question about it. What? Give me a give me an out of five score. Give me a out of five. Like a, as far as fast you, food places. Yes, and you can give it a point rating. Yeah. So I would say. 3.9. 3.9. Yeah. Okay. I, I can right. I can live with that. Do you have anything that's on a five scale? Hardee's. Hardee's. Yeah. Just Hardee's all around. Hardee's, Hardee's all around. Are good. They have, so they have like, you can get really kick-ass chili cheese fries there. Okay. And their their burger, their sweet tea is fantastic. Okay. So like just as like a combination, like getting all three of those things for one meal from one fast food joint. Nice. That that sounds like your thing, you know. I, but I'm I'm excited to try it. I'll I'll definitely go back there. I can't tell you the last time I had it. Probably when I lived in Savannah. Um, yeah, but, I'm just surprised that they that they uh, they don't have them here. I'm surprised too. I honestly, because I thought we did, because I, I think we used to used to be one um, around here. But no, I'm surprised we don't. Yeah, I think the closest one is in somewhere in Pennsylvania. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll make the trip one day. Yeah, definitely. We'll go hunting near there. <laughs> I guess we can't go quite. Yeah, sure we can. You can get we'll out of license. We can get close, yeah. Um, all right, so a couple months ago, I started watching this group on YouTube. Uh, and then how do I how do I segue into that? I, I was wa I started watching them, and so they, you know, there are divers, like two guys that basically just, like, went around the country, like, diving, uh, cold cases like cold police cases and stuff missing people how did, did they have information on the case or like yeah, how did so, they get per, so they would like so they would like look them up right like okay. initially they would just like look up somebody's been missing for x amount of time and they're and the key is is they're missing with their vehicle ah. so um and nobody's found them right so there's some of them that go back like 40 years wow and these people have been missing for 30 40 years and so i started watching them and, uh, you know, I, I, a couple weeks ago, I was showing Megan, I was like, hey, I, I'm like, I keep watching this. And, like, they're, like, finding, like, all these people that have been missing for, like, all these. Of course, they're all, you know, dead. But um, they, they keep finding them. And, like, law enforcement's been looking for these people for decades mm. and haven't been able to find them. And they're searching places that, you know, law enforcement has already searched and all this stuff. And they're finding them. So then we got the... Uh, um, Kylie Rodney was the missing 16-year-old girl out in California this past week. She's been missing since August 4th. Okay. Um, the cops have been searching for her, haven't been able to find her. So apparently the FBI and the local law enforcement out there reached out to these guys, and they went. They, so they went out there. Um, they found her in a day. Wow. They found her in a day, and they searched the exact same place that the police had already searched. Oh, really? Yeah. The same body of water? Yeah. So they found her. Oh, that's uh, not good. They found her like 50 feet offshore in 14 feet of water, her car upside oh, wow. down. And so so what these guys do is, and what they do that's a little bit different is like the equipment that they have is, I think, standard, like, stuff you can buy at yeah, like civilians can buy. any fishing, you know, any fishing sonar. Okay. Garmin, you know, they got like Garmin, yeah. but they, but what they do that a lot of people don't do is they use three different kinds of sonar at the same time. Mm. So they use side scan, they use live scope and they use uh, top, I think it's called top down 
radar or sonar. So they're looking at all three of them, and, and they use all three of them, and they're looking at both screens at the same time. And they can, they just, they've just become so good at recognizing what a vehicle looks like underwater. Because it's funny because when you watch them, they can tell you if it's a car that's been down there for hmm. twenty years. They can tell you if it's a car that's been down there less than five, and they can tell you a car that's been down there less than a week, just by looking at the sonar. That's that's pretty wild. I mean, that's how good they are. At, at, that's how well they've learned these sonar systems, and it's paid off. I think they so they started doing this in 2018. So since 2018, so you're talking about four years, almost five, I guess. Um, they've solved now 28 cases. Wow. That, that law enforcement hasn't been able to solve over four decades or longer. Um, so it was really cool to see that law enforcement is now like calling them because normally it's not. Normally it's like the family member who's reaching out to them saying, hey, my relative's been missing for X amount of years. Yeah. You know, would you come look and blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is the first one that they did that was like an active investigation, like current it, a current active investigation, not a cold case. And so they were a little apprehensive uh, about getting involved because it's not what they're used to. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact that, you know, federal law enforcement and local law enforcement reached out to them, that they decided to go and do it in one day. Do you know why federal law enforcement would be involved? I guess I don't know. So I think she's a, because she was a minor yeah. and there's other things. I think we haven't heard the last of this story. Um, it, this whole thing, she, centers around a couple of parties that were going out there where there was like some adults that were that were there with you know some like heavy drugs and some other crap so i think that there's other things involved in not necessarily her disappearance but certainly in the activity activities that she was taking part in as far as the parties go um that may have other other uh interests was there an uh a belief that she would have crossed state lines would that be a reason why they were getting involved? yeah it could be i mean uh but but anyway i mean the, the literally the place where they found the car was like within a mile of where the party was oh wow so she never yeah, even made with it the i mean the technology that they have to kind of um triangulate uh phone signals their yep. you know last yep. known and signal. they use that too yeah i mean well yeah the government's certainly doing that and able to do that yep. i just didn't know when they choose to employ that if it if they will do well, that so actually these persons. guys these guys actually use that too as a basis for a starting point well they kind of have what somebody has to get get release think, the the rights to, yeah, to do that again most of these cases are yeah. 30 and 40 years old so a lot of that information has been put out publicly you know a 20 a 15 year old case where they haven't found them you know, the newspaper is going to report, oh, you know, they were last known to be in this area because of a cell phone ping. Mm -hmm. You know, boom, now they have a location to start. And I think that that's what they, they use that a lot of times because you hear them reference that type thing a lot in their, in their cases. Now they're on YouTube. Again, they're called Adventures with Purpose um, and all of their dives. And you see good and bad interaction with law enforcement with them too. Okay. There's some sheriffs and some police chiefs that because they've been looking for this person for yeah. so long and haven't been able to find them. And these guys come in within two days yeah, they and they're finding them. Undermine they're, them. Yeah. yeah. Well, not really undermine them, but just make them look bad, really. Yeah. 
Um, especially when, you know, they've been telling the family that we've done everything we can and we've searched everywhere and, yeah. you know, and, and then, yeah, uh, that's embarrassing. So it, it, it from that aspect, it's, it's interesting too, because you really get to see, uh, the reactions of, uh, law enforcement when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, I'm shocked, honestly, how many cases involve people going missing in, you know, in a body of water, their Tons. vehicle. It's, it just baffles me how that happens and how nobody knows where they are and nobody finds them. Like, yeah. where people are off, you know, off the beaten path, I, mean, I guess. And while they were doing this one, and they were they did a live stream yesterday after they found her, and I guess, you know, obviously they they it was pretty sanitized because it's still an active investigation. So they couldn't give out a lot of detail other than where they found her and how deep, how deep she was and, you know, the condition of the car, uh, you know, upside down, right side up, that kind of thing. They didn't really get anything, but then they went into, and while we're out here, we have two more cases of two more females in California that are both missing and their vehicles are missing. And we're going to go search for them this week. Yeah. So like they're already, They've already gone to another part of California. I think one's in San Bernardino and one's uh, somewhere else in California. And they're they're already they've already moved on to go to the next one yeah. to to do it. So it's really interesting. Um, you know, if that's the kind of thing that you're into, kind of watching the uh, kind of unfold because they do film uh, everything when they find the car. Now, obviously, they don't show bodies and yeah. and that kind of thing. But uh, you know, when they're diving on these cars, you know and they don't know that it's the car and they dive down on it and then, you know, they wipe stuff off the license plate and they, t they always read the license plate before they dive. Like, okay, the car we're looking for is a, you know, Ford, whatever, this is the license plate. And they go down there and like, if they wipe the silt or whatever off the license plate, I mean, it's the license plate. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, it's always kind of a shock, you know, cause they find a lot of cars obviously that are not the car they're looking for. Like the last one I watched, I think they found eight cars in like a, just like a little pond. It was like <clears throat> eight cars in there and nobody even knew the cars were in there. Yeah, that's insane. So, and they, there's been a couple that they've solved find, diving on a vehicle that they weren't looking for, but there was remains in them. So, wow. yeah, it, yeah, it's just, it's really, it's really interesting. And um, they do a lot of videos. They put out a lot of content. So I would say if that's something that you're interested in, if, you know, you're interested in those kind of search and yeah, it's certainly interesting. Um, yeah, obviously, it's not always a happy. It's know, never a happy. It, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not. It, it provides people some closure, yeah. uh, hopefully. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's not a happy situation to to confirm that bad news. But you know, like I said. But um, did you mention what their what the channel's name is? Yeah, it's called Adventures with Purpose. Adventures with Purpose. Yeah, it's yep. interesting. Yep, they're really good. Um, Check that out. Yeah, they're. Uh, the two guys that are in charge, Jared and I always forget the other guy's first name. His last name is Bishop. Um, uh, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm not physically there, so I'm not feeling the same kind of emotional attachment they are, these things. But they're like a, they get like a little bit uh, dramatically emotional for me sometimes. Um, but again, I'm not there. You know, I'm not physically going down there and finding a 16-year-old upside down yeah. in your car either. So I can. It's easy for me to say that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know how I would react if it was me diving right. down. Yeah, that's hard to, so, hard to speculate. Um, yeah. uh, but sometimes they. Sometimes I feel like you know they go a little bit overboard with the drama, with the drama on that. But for the most part, everything else, um, it's it's pretty cool. And they, you know, 
they do, they've been pretty successful. <laughs> so uh, anyway, what else did you want to talk about tonight? I think we were going to talk about driving. Uh, yeah, we wanted to get in some trash talk, but it's good to highlight stories and things like that yeah, when we definitely. get a chance. Um, yeah, we can save some other trash. So talk. fucking driving, people. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy, I'll, you can obviously throw your two cents in here too. I'm not, I've seen, I have, you know, we have teenagers and they just recently went through their driving tests and they don't make them drive on the road anymore for their driving tests. Very, yeah, yeah, the it, tests, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like in a parking lot, basically that they've, or a, a, a yeah, road course, road course that they've yeah. designed, but not in traffic or anything. Um, and I think that's really telling on how shitty people are at driving these days. I, <laughs> you, you and I drive a pretty good distance every day back yeah. and forth to work. Yeah, unfortunately. And, so what is your number one annoying thing oh. of these morons? Uh, I'm going to get a little heated here. <laughs> but uh, no, it, the, the left lane drivers, oh. it just absolutely kills me. People that park themselves in the left lane and just cruise, especially when there's no opportunity to go around them. They'll sit right in a truck's blind spot and just <laughs> park there, and, and there'll be a quarter mile of, of empty space in front of them and a mile of traffic behind them. Uh, that just lights me up like no, none other. I mean, obviously, to me, it's a, it's a sign of disrespect. You don't care about anybody else on the road that has to get where they're going or whatever. They're just, you know, I'm going to block this lane, and, and that's what I do. And that just frustrates me. Get your ass to over, please. Yeah, and God forbid they have, <laughs> God forbid they have Florida license plates. Because <laughs> Florida, I, I don't know if you've ever driven down to Florida or driven yeah, through Florida. Yeah, yeah. Those son of a bitches will get in the left lane, and they will. They will drive ten miles an hour below the speed limit in the left lane, and they will not move. They yeah. will not move over. They won't do anything. Mine is merging. That is frustrating. Well, I mean, and it doesn't even matter if they're going over the speed limit. I don't care. It's your responsibility to get over yeah. if you have the opportunity to. If you're not passing, get over, please. Yeah. But yes, you're definitely getting into another topic that that kills me. Merging is people. People, <laughs> here's merging. Okay, th there's a reason why there's a merge lane onto a highway. That's not so you can slow down and try to decide when to get into traffic. Yeah, you don't get all the way up to the end of it and slowly, stop. and then just and wait for your opportunity. Yeah, you, the whole reason that they have those is so that you can come up to speed that the highway traffic is most likely going or pretty close there too. And into what's called zipper into traffic. So a car goes by, you come off. A car comes by. Now I know what you're going to say. Well, these assholes on the highway floor it when they're coming up to that. To don't let me in. Yeah, you got to adjust your speed to make it so that. But that doesn't mean drive three miles an hour to merge onto a highway that's 65 or 75 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, and and you know. People are going to adjust their speed, and that's what, you, you know, you need to work together to adjust your speed just a little bit. It's easier. It keeps the flow of traffic yeah. going. But what also bothers me is if I'm getting up to speed 
and maybe I'm not quite there yet, or I, I'm, I'm getting up to speed, but I want to let the person pass me before I jump over. Right. They slam on their brakes, brakes instead. Yeah. so annoying. And then want me to get in front of them. So I've already started to adjust my yeah. speed to slow down and get behind them. And now they want me to speed up and get in front of them. It's just yeah. people, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. Just keep driving. Just drive. Just drive. Just drive. Yeah. Don't be morons. Those are two, two yeah. of probably a million we could probably mention. It's just I'm just pointing out that we suck at driving in the United States. Um, y'all are much worse than I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm a great driver. Just ask Megan. Uh, but get better. Do better. Please, please. But be just, courteous. Just, get, just, move over. I don't even care about the courteous part. Just do better. Come up to speed. Get on the highway at speed. Stop locking up your brakes. Uh, you know, stop riding people's asses. If you're in the left lane, get the hell out of it. If you're yeah. gonna get past, let people go if they want to speed in front of you. Let them go. Yeah, let stay out go. of POV lanes if you have less than the required people. There you go. The uh, HOV lane. Yeah, yeah, the HOV lane. Uh, and and just do better. That's all we got tonight. We'll talk to you all on Friday. <laughs>